Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... Hi, I'm Scott Hahn, and I'd like to invite you personally to join me and Breadbox Media on August 24th in New Oxford, Pennsylvania. For a day of spiritual renewal, I'll be presenting three talks, one on St. Joseph, one on the Sacrament of Matrimony, and another one on the Holy Eucharist. Learn more and register at breadboxmedia.com forward slash PA conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to Why Do Catholics, the podcast from Catholics that talks about what Catholics believe. My name is Rachel Bryson, and I'm your host. Joining me again, we're very happy to welcome back Father Josh Cavender. Today we're going to be talking about marriage. So, Father, what is marriage? Marriage is a wonderful sacrament. Uh, you know, when when a, a man and a woman are joined together. Uh, in, in this very unique relationship, and you can talk to plenty of married couples, that there's something different from even, even couples that, that have cohabitated and lived together before marriage, where effectively, from all external appearances, their life hasn't changed from before and after, but it has. There's a palpable difference once that marriage happens. So marriage is a natural institution. It's something that has been around from the beginning of time. It's actually written into our very human nature, this marriage reality, when, we are, when we're joined to a spouse. But we realize that, talk to any married couple, marriage is hard, right? It's not, as, as, as my college kids refer to it, the cupcake phase of a relationship. Mm-hmm. Only lasts for so long. Then reality hits, and it's difficult to, you know, we have two fallen human people trying to live together and live this unity as husband and wife, that's difficult. And so Christ says, I know it's difficult, so I'm going to give you a sacrament for that. <laughs> Wonderful. But it's more than just signing a piece of paper. Absolutely. And a piece of paper, other than being good for making airplanes to throw at your younger brothers and stuff like that, that is a, con- a contract. Right. So what is a contract? A contract is basically a, a legal agreement between the two people. So when people enter, enter into, say, the, the contract of marriage, you say, okay, well, you know, uh, we're going to share bank accounts. Uh, we're going to have mutual parental control of our children, should we have any. And if one of us were to come to, come to our untimely end, the other person will, you know, be in charge of, our, of the estate. Nothing gets the heart of thumping like somebody that says, you know, here's this wonderful legal agreement, honey. Uh, you know, no, it's cold. It's lifeless. See, marriage is a covenant. And what is a covenant as opposed to a contract? A contract exchanges things, rights, duties. A covenant exchanges persons. And not, 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 not in like a slavery sense, but in the sense that I give myself completely and totally to the other person in a covenant. And they mutually give themselves completely and totally back. So it's that complete and total self-gift of every aspect of your life where the, the, the couple looks at each other and says, I am no longer mine but yours. And you are no longer yours, but mine. My entire life, my soul, my heart is in your hands as you hand yours to me. Mm-hmm. Now, that's beautiful. That is beautiful. And it's that consensual 
and complete gift of the self to the other person before a priest uh, or if for for non-catholics before a minister justice of the peace you know whoever that forms that relationship before the witnesses of commonly called you know the best man made of honor that that public and intended self-gift forms a marital bond that can only be ended by death mm. that is a covenant and that is marriage mm-hmm. oh wonderful like you said it is it's definitely a, one of our beautiful sacraments and i know when we were we were chatting a little bit earlier you told me that marriage can also be seen as as kind of a reflection of the unity between christ and his church absolutely so uh, when we were talking about sacraments remember we, we called them signs and signs point to a reality so each of these sacraments that we have been talking about and will continue to talk about point out a reality in Christ's life, in our relationship with Christ. So many people see Christ as this single celibate man. Now, in a sense, he was, but on the other hand, he's not. And I'm not talking about a Dan Brown fiction with Mary Magdalene, no. St. Paul talks about Christ having a bride, and that is the church. Uh, and, and he talks about not only the, the church as the bride of Christ, but also the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. Well, what happens when we look back in Genesis, right? We see this original uh, relationship between Adam and Eve. And God says, a man shall leave his mother and his father and cling to his wife, and the two shall be, become one flesh. If we look at that through the lens of Christ, Christ gave himself completely and totally to his bride. Dying for your bride is pretty much as, uh, all you could give, right? Mm-hmm. That's, there's nothing left at that point. So he gave himself on the cross, how, and, and as he is united with his bride in that act of giving, she becomes his body. So how much more united in one flesh can you get than Christ the head and the church the body? So as a sacrament, as a sign pointing to that relationship between Christ and his church, this unity of husband and wife become this reality, this living symbol of the unity of Christ and his church, that mutual self-gift. Now, of course, it's not easy for the husband to live up to being a God-man who's perfect in every way, right? Or, or a bride who's living up to the, a 2,000-year-old church, right? That does, that's kind of a high standard. So God says, don't worry, I'm going to help you do that. I'm not going to ask you to be an image of me without me helping you. So, yes, marriage is hard. And in fact, marriage was, was one of the first things that was damaged after the fall, after that, after Adam and Eve were left the garden, that's, that's when all these marriage problems started. So God realized because sin has broken this relationship, not completely, it's damaged it, that he's going to give us this sacrament to be able to heal that so that we can live out that image of Christ and his church. Okay. It's so, I learn so much every time that we speak because you truly are a wealth of knowledge and you explain things so well. Um, Only by the grace of God and many good <laughs> seminary professors and, 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 and literature that, that, you know, studies that other people have done. I, I'm only thankful that people have delved into these mysteries mm-hmm. for the last 2,000 years and passed it on. Yeah, yeah. You've kind of touched on why marriage is an important sacrament in in the church, and maybe not just in the Catholic Church, but just in in our society in general. Any more insights you you want to share about why why it's important? Just as 
relationship with Christ, right? Our relationship with Christ is not just this personal relationship. It's always a communal act. We are always acting as the body of Christ. We may be doing things as an individual member of that body, but it's always the part of the body of Christ moving towards Christ. And to be able to have a companion in that relationship, to be able to have somebody who you can open your soul completely and totally to and be able to say, like, listen, I am struggling trying to get to Christ in this particular aspect of my life. In marriage, allowing your spouse to be your partner getting you to Jesus Christ. If you're having a struggle in the spiritual life, talk about it with your spouse. If you're struggling praying, I've, I've asked many couples, well, do you pray together? Well, no. Well, maybe you want to start doing that together. That might be a really good thing to do, you know, to be able to pray and pray together. Okay, maybe, maybe somebody's struggling to keep a regular prayer schedule on their own. Well, having somebody there to ask you, hey, did you get your prayers done today? You know, maybe somebody's struggling with any, any number of moral issues. Having somebody there as a, as a counterbalance for your life is so helpful. But not only, not only is it just practical, the relationship between a husband and wife is fruitful, where literally their, their unity in, as, as a husband and wife in one flesh, one body, literally becomes one flesh and one body in, as a child, right? You know, genetically, they, you know, the child is half its, half its mother, half its father. Just as, as our relationship with Christ is fruitful, we are, are, this marital relationship is fruitful. Now, I know today there can be many problems in that fruitfulness part. And so to realize that we are reborn in baptism, so there's a, there's a reality of our being born into our, the family of God. But at the same time, we are also adopted sons of the Father. So this fruitfulness is not simply limited to, on a natural level, to, to that being that image of Christ and his church. And just like Christ and his church, Christ is faithful to his spouse, and his spouse is faithful to Christ. That relationship is fruitful. It, it only ends in death. Now, mm-hmm. now, the caveat with Christ is that he defeated death and lives eternally. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, so we're striving for that eternal relationship with Christ um, as his bride. I just encourage couples to be open with each other, practice good communication, and to live this relationship with Christ with each other. You found somebody who is a support in every aspect of your life. You've been given the graces to be an image of Christ in his church. So enter into that relationship and and live it out together. Mm-hmm. Excellent advice, Father. You know, I have to ask, I know that you have some siblings. I do. And, uh, and I know that you... You have two two brothers. Uh, I actually have four younger brothers. Oh, four brothers. Okay, but two of them, you've married them. I would say that is gross. I did not marry my brother. <laughs> uh, uh, they both <laughs> married their their respective wives. First of all, it's an absolute honor and joy mm-hmm. to be able to to uh, be a part of of their wedding ceremonies. And as for my fir- uh, for my brother Matt as a deacon, and and for my brother Danny as uh, as as a priest. And, and so, you know, like we talked about marriage as a covenant, right? Um, it's that mutual and total self-gift of the spouses mm-hmm. to each other. So the minister of the sacrament, the, the one who actually makes the sacrament happen, is the couple themselves. Mm-hmm. They, uh, their act of giving 
each other without reservation, completely and totally, uh, which are summed up in the wedding vows. Okay. So that is what actually constitutes the marriage. Now, we also talked about this as, as a symbol, as a sacrament pointing to the reality of Christ and his church. Christ the head is made present in the, the minister of the church, specifically in the instance of my, my mm-hmm. brother, uh, my brothers, me as a deacon and as a priest, but also their best man and maid of honor, common terms, I suppose you could say, for, for the witnesses who are kind of seeing the, uh, witnessing the marriage on behalf of, of the body of, of Christ. So we have, we see this head and body of Christ standing with the couple between us becoming an image of Christ and his church. So receiving those vows on behalf of God. So it was, it was an honor to be able to receive the vows of my brothers as, as they entered into their new relationship with their, with their wife, with their respective wives. Uh, so they've been happily married now for my brother Danny for a little over a year and, and uh, for Matt and Jeanette, they're wonderful. Uh, it's been, it's been great having new members of our of the Cavender family. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Well, thank you, Father, again. Always a pleasure to have you here and joining us. And I think you had a lot of you know great insights about the sacrament of marriage that you shared today. This has been Why Do Catholics, a podcast of the Diocese of Harrisburg. We'll see you next time. <laughs> <laughs>